Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Policy Shop. If you read the news, you're likely reading stories about the national teacher shortage. But what does the data tell us about what's going on in Illinois' public schools? There are certainly individual districts and schools that are facing hiring troubles. But over the past decade, Illinois has more teachers, but fewer students. That's according to the Illinois State Board of Education's own data. Here to discuss is Miley Smith, staff attorney and director of labor policy at the Illinois Policy Institute. Miley, welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. We just love talking education. Yes. (laughs) All right, so this has been such an interesting topic. After we continue to see this narrative about the teacher shortage uh, taking hold in newspapers and, and TV reports for weeks, we just had to look into what the data show here. And I'll just read the numbers real quick and then I'd love to get started with your take. So Illinois has 4,500 more teachers and nearly 180,000 fewer students over the past decade. Now you and I are both moms with school-age kids. So I wanna hear your reaction, not only as a policy expert, but also as a parent with students in public schools. Yeah, it certainly, it raises a lot of questions. We hear this narrative being pushed that we have a teacher shortage, but you look at the numbers and it certainly doesn't look that way. It looks more like we have a shortage of students. And and it, it raises questions to me, like. Where are these students going? Um, Why are we adding more teachers? Is that in some way helping students? You know, if we are seeing more teachers and a a better ratio, um, maybe we would see better test scores. Unfortunately, when we look at places like Chicago Public Schools, that's certainly not the case. Their enrollment has dropped. They have more teachers than they did 10 years ago, but their test scores have plummeted. So it raises questions for me as a mom, um, as someone who pays property taxes, whether or not parents in the state are getting what they think they're getting from their public schools. It's an interesting point that you raise. So you mentioned Chicago. So in the 2011-2012 school year, CPS had over 400,000 students. But by 2020, they'd lost 63,000 students. Uh, On the other hand, uh, they only shrank their, well, there was actually no no significant drop in the number of teachers. They went from 22,283 full-time teachers to 22,250 full-time teachers. Um, But you made this point that at the same time, over the same time period, while the district saw this massive decrease in students, the budget went up, it ballooned by nearly $2 billion over that decade. Meanwhile, proficiency in reading dropped from 70% to 21%. Proficiency in math dropped from 79% to 17%. Um, Now we also note that this school district does have vacancies in terms of who they need to hire, but what's going on? So budget going up, students dropping significantly, test scores dropping significantly. 
and this is the biggest district in the state. So it's, it's important for this conversation, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think, and we've, we've talked about Chicago public schools so much because it is the largest district in the state. Um, but it's also the district with the most militant teachers union and arguably the most militant teachers union in the nation. And a lot of these numbers correspond with a, a takeover that happened in the union of a, a more militant group called CORE and CORE leadership took over. And a lot of these issues that we're seeing correspond with that and correspond with increased teacher union power. And, and I think that that is a, a puzzle piece. You know, you mentioned that there are, there are districts that have teacher vacancies that need teachers, but there are certainly other districts that are not experiencing a shortage. So there's a lot of things that come into play here, but I think one puzzle piece or one big piece of the puzzle really is the teachers unions and the kind of power they have over the districts and the parents and parent choices when it comes to um, education and what's going on in those districts. Yeah, my my kids go to a, a private school in the, the suburbs um, and we've talked about this. I, I know at our school, it's been difficult to attract and retain teachers because the pay is much less than people could get at the public schools. Um, and we have certainly gotten a lot of really valuable feedback on this research since we first published it, the research being the reporting on the teacher shortage data, according to the State Board of Education. Um, I'm curious to see once we dive in more, if this problem manifests itself more in rural districts or in other parts of the state, because it, it looks much different in Northern Illinois, I'm assuming. I, I definitely think that where a district is, is going to determine the kind of issues that we're seeing within the public schools with vacancies. I think that's another part of the puzzle. I definitely think that in the northern part of the state, the, de the demographics, the dynamics, everything that's going on within a public school is different than what is happening in the lower part of the state. And being someone who is a downstater, um, you know, we frequently, I know, feel like all of the attention goes to what's going on in the Chicago area with very little attention going on down here. And like I said, there are multiple pieces of this puzzle. One of them is definitely the, the teachers unions, but another one does have to do with the location of these schools and what kind of things are happening within the districts. Yeah, um, I this whole topic just makes me so curious um, because you can't write off the felt experience of people who write into us and they say, I'm an administrator or I'm a principal, I can't find qualified teachers. Or if you find teachers and they're saying, I am covering double what I should be doing because my school is understaffed. You can't write that off. Like there's something there. Yeah. But on the other hand, you, you have to look at the numbers and say something isn't adding up. And so for me, it's a, it, it's, it drives like my curiosity. I want to know what's going on. Um, but I'm, I'm also really interested in some of your more cynical takes in terms of why this blanket narrative of a broad, far-reaching national and Illinois teacher shortage has taken hold 
and who's pushing it? Because as we know, there's no one size fits all here. Every school and every district is different. So why is this message getting adopted universally? I think the biggest reason is that it's because it's being pushed by the teachers unions, particularly at the national level or the state level. Teachers unions rely on there being more teachers within public schools in order to meet their bottom line. The more teachers there are within a school, the more dues they have coming in and the more power they have as a teacher's union. Um, Here in Illinois, we don't see teacher's unions really pushing for things that affect teachers in their daily lives. We would think that's that would be what they're pushing for, but we don't. We see them pushing all sorts of other issues, social issues. We see Chicago Teachers Union pushing for defunding the police and things that are totally outside the spectrum of collective bargaining and the things that you would typically see them try to fight for if we're talking about teachers. So, you know, that cynical part of me, you know, thinks they want to perpetuate a potential myth that there's a teacher shortage to put this focus on public education, to put a focus on we've got to get more teachers in the schools because for them, more teachers means more power and it means more money. Well, clearly something's got to change. When you look at the dip in test scores, it's pretty obvious that something's not working, whether that means more teachers or whether that means shifting resources, we have yet to figure it out. But I'm really excited to keep talking about this issue with you because it's so important to understand what's working and what's not working in our school system. So thanks so much for your thoughts on this, Miley. Of course, always. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute, And to sign up for our newsletter, visit IllinoisPolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.